Hey new mama, I remember being in your shoes and feeling so overwhelmed. I was battling mom guilt, trying to do it all, struggling to transition into working mom life, and just wished there was a place to go that would provide me clear guidance with simple, quick, easy solutions for the problems I was facing. Hey, I'm Lauren Francois and I created it for you. Welcome to the Mom Hacks Podcast, where in each episode I will provide you with a simple tactical hack in self-care, health, and wellness, mom life solutions solutions to simplify motherhood and even productivity, goal setting, and habit creation to make your transition back into the workspace that much smoother. Welcome to the show, Naptime Warrior. Now let's dig into today's episode. Hey mamas, since it's Thanksgiving here in the US this week, which by the way, how crazy is it that it's already Thanksgiving, the topic we're talking about today, which is feeling more fulfillment in motherhood, seems very fitting. I know that we all have expectations about what motherhood is going to be like, what different phases of motherhood are going to be like, and especially what holidays as a mom are going to be like I know I had so many expectations for those things going into my motherhood journey and so often reality doesn't necessarily live up to those expectations which can leave us feeling really unfulfilled so today Marielle Melling is back and she's going to share with us five ways to feel more fulfillment in motherhood. Now, Marielle has a degree in health education. She's the founder of Lovin' Life with Littles and the author of Peace Amidst the Mayhem. She and her husband are the parents of five incredible kids. They've moved eight times since getting married, so she knows what she's talking about when it comes to finding ways to feel fulfilled in motherhood. Tis the season, of course, and Marielle has been kind enough to put together a free gift for you. It's called the Roadmap for Crushing Overwhelm. If you scroll down to the show notes, I will link it for you there. And let's dive right in to five ways to feel more fulfillment in motherhood. Hey guys, we have Marielle back today and if you didn't check out the last episode, you gotta go listen to it because we talked about prioritizing self-care and three myths around self-care and Marielle had some amazing, amazing, amazing nuggets. So go check out that episode. But today we're talking about ways to feel more fulfillment in motherhood and As I mentioned, Marielle is a mom of five, so she is an expert in this, much more than I am, and I'm excited for you guys to hear these ways from her because I've gotten a peek at them, and they are so, so good. So Marielle, why don't you take it from here? Great. Thank you, Lauren. Happy to be back. So um, as Lauren mentioned, today we're going to talk about finding and feeling more fulfillment in motherhood. So first off, right off the bat, the first thing we all have to recognize and feel is that if you are not feeling fulfilled right now, there is nothing wrong with you. We come into motherhood with an expectation of how it's going to be and how we are going to feel about that. And sometimes life meets that expectation and sometimes it doesn't. That is nothing to feel guilty about. Motherhood is hard. It is emotionally draining. It is 
physically draining. There are things within motherhood that we may or may not have been well prepared for. There is a monotony. Sometimes we feel uninteresting that all I do is change diapers every day or whatever it is that we feel like we're doing. Okay, there are real challenges within motherhood. And if, if this season is not feeling fulfilling for you, there's nothing wrong with you. Let go of any guilt or shame around that feeling. The second thing to realize is that emotions come and go. They do not define us. So if we're not feeling fulfilled in motherhood, that doesn't mean we have to stay unfulfilled in motherhood. And today I'm going to share five things that we can do to bring more fulfillment into motherhood and into this season of life. So the first one is to focus on progress, okay? Tony Robbins, I loved, he said once in a podcast, he said, the number one thing you need to be happy is progress. Progress equals happiness. And I have felt that in my own life, in seasons when I have felt stuck, when I have felt like I'm not improving as a person or improving towards goals, it just feels icky, right? It feels unfulfilling. So look in your life for ways you can progress. And whether that is setting a new fitness goal, like I'm going to do a 5K and I'm going to progress towards that, or whether that is a personality trait that you want to work on or a skill you want to help your child learn, look for ways that you can make progress. Be really careful as we progress in our expectation. Make sure we are honoring the climb. And when I say that, I mean, when we climb to high heights, it is an ascending, descending pattern, right? We go up, we go down, and that allows our bodies to acclimate to the elevation. That is life. When we are learning, when we are growing, we go up, we go down. We take two steps forward, we take one step back. There is no room for perfection. So focus on progress. Number two, the second way that we can bring more fulfillment is to deepen our connections. When we look at all of the wise people of the world, when we look at the science, everything comes back to relationship, right? It comes back to compassion. It comes back to how are we interacting with the people that we are around. The Harvard, I love, Harvard did, um, is still doing a study about health and human happiness. It is the longest study of its kind. And what have they found? The number one indicator of both health and happiness is our relationships. It's not genes, not anything else. It's our relationships. So within motherhood, focus on those connections. And it starts with our kids. It starts with the people that we are spending our time with. We can be with somebody and still not connect. So find ways to actually connect. Look in your kids' eyes, make eye contact, get to know their personalities, share with them, even when it's a newborn, share with them what you love, sing songs that you love, right? Do things that bring you joy with your kids. Find ways to bond and laugh and connect with them. The second half of that is finding other connections. And sometimes this is hard in motherhood if we're busy with work and kids. It doesn't leave a whole lot of time for other adults, but we can still do that as we make it a priority. And part of that is being vulnerable, right? Being willing right off to the bat to go a little deeper than the weather, to go into something real or to take time to do something fun together and make that a priority. Recognizing that sometimes the people that we connect with best are not necessarily the ones that we would have thought. So maybe it's an elderly neighbor. Maybe it is somebody that you might not have thought you have many things in common with, right? but being open to those relationships and making them a priority in your life. 
And the third connection that is vitally important is that spiritual connection that you have with your higher power, with the divine, recognizing that that can be a constant for you when it feels like nobody else is around or nobody else understands. So that's number two, deepen your connections. Number three is to lean into your personal purpose. And I love doing this work with women and helping them recognize what is your personal purpose. And this might change in different seasons of life, but we all have gifts and talents that are unique to us. I find that the, the fulfilling of that purpose happens when we connect those unique gifts and talents, those things that excite us, that bring us alive, when we connect that with serving others. So brainstorm, what is it that you love? What did you, what do you miss about your life before kids? Did it feel more fulfilling then? What do you miss about that? Is it, well, it was my work. Well, what was it about your work? Was it being a leader? Was it accomplishing projects? Was it creating? What did you love? What are those things that you're passionate about? And then how can you connect that in this season to serving other people, both in your home and outside of your home, whether that's volunteer or paid work or however you do that, connect that joy and passion with service and that will go a long way in fulfilling your personal purpose. The fourth one is to prioritize self-care. I'm not going to spend a ton of time here. Um, I would just say go listen to the episode that we already did about self-care. So often as mothers we end up at the bottom of the stack and sometimes we don't even get to us. However, when we prioritize meeting our needs and listen to that episode again about what self-care really is, when we prioritize uh, meeting our needs, we are becoming that person who is healthy and happy and really being the mother that we really hoped that we could always be. So prioritize that self-care. And the last one is to step away from social media. This might seem like a small thing to some people, and it might seem weird coming from a person who does a lot of work on social media, but I mean it wholeheartedly. Social media has the capacity to suck us in and tear us down, and it doesn't always. I recognize that there are a lot of benefits that come from social media when we are super intentional about it. So give yourself permission to step back. Give yourself permission to unfollow anybody who doesn't leave you better than they found you. Give yourself permission to be slow to respond, to be out of the loop. All of those things, it is okay. This new social media phenomenon is a new thing that we are all trying to figure out and traverse, and there is no right or wrong way to do it. Figure out what actually works for you and what is actually bringing you fulfillment in life. Step away from those things that are just showing you all the places you're not going and the beautiful projects you're not doing and the cute hairdos that you're unable to whatever, whatever it might be, right? So step out of that comparison trap and use some of that time for self-care or for connecting or fulfilling your purpose. So those are my five quick tips for finding more fulfillment in motherhood. I love that social media one. And that's coming from someone who has run a business on social media for the last yeah. six years. <laughs> I think people would probably be surprised to know that I actually deleted my Facebook app off of my phone for the last few months because I just found myself getting sucked into going on there and scrolling through stuff at night after the kids went to bed. And 
finally I was like, I've got to stop this. <laughs> so I literally like install it on my phone when I need to do something quick and then I delete it because if it's not there, it's a lot harder to go on. But I agree, social media can be an amazing thing, but a lot of us do tend to spend a lot of time on there. And then we say we don't have time to do all these other things. When if in fact we just didn't go on social media, we would have extra time. But the, you know, the one that really, well, two that really stuck out to me, I loved how you talked about expectations because I have said in the past that I believe that expectations can be the thief of joy because we do have so many expectations of how certain things are going to be. And so often it doesn't live up to that standard and we're left feeling disappointed. So expectations can be a tricky thing. And then when you said there's nothing wrong if, if you're not feeling fulfillment in a certain season, I really want you guys to take that to heart because as, especially as a new mom, I don't think you understand that motherhood is just seasons. It's like one season and then that one ends and then another season and then that one ends. And a lot of times we feel like there's something wrong with us if we're, we're not loving like the season of newborn mom life. I know for me, I felt like probably the first, before your kids are really doing anything, I like doing stuff. So when they weren't like walking or talking or able to really do much, to me that felt really monotonous. And I was like, gosh, it just feels like Groundhog's Day every day. And I was like, is there something wrong with me? Like, does everybody feel this way? And you know, that was just a season and we all have our own favorite seasons. Maybe you, you know, what, what's your favorite season? Yeah. And I would say too, like even in those seasons, you recognize, Hey, that part isn't my favorite, but how can I bring joy even now? Because I feel like motherhood is hard. It is hard. End of sentence. Within the hard, there is always room for joy. Even in my most challenging, most challenging, like cry every day, hard times of life, (laughs) there are still reasons to laugh. There are still things to be grateful for. There are still ways to bring in those things that you're passionate about and finding that the ways to do that without, you know, committing ourselves, like, like judging ourselves and bringing this extra guilt on ourselves and instead giving ourselves grace and saying, Hey, like, this is a process. I'm, I'm learning how to be a mom and I'm learning how to be a joyful and fulfilled mom. And, and that's what this is about. It's not about being, like you said, it's not about the expectation that I held before. It's about right now and what I want to do right now. I love that you talked about how you can always find some joy. I don't think I've ever shared this on here on this podcast, but one thing that I do every night before I go to bed is I sit down and I go through my day and no matter how hard of a day it was, I literally go through the entire day in my head and look for the things to be grateful for. And then I decide on the best thing that happened that day and express gratitude for it. And I guarantee you, there's always something like no matter how crappy your day was, there's always something. And it it can be something as little as like yesterday when my daughter woke up, she like sat in my lap and just snuggled in and I had my arms around her and she just wanted to rock back and forth. And 
in, in that moment, I just felt so grateful. And that was like the best part of my day yesterday is the best thing that happened. And so don't overlook those little things too. This is a really powerful practice because you're basically ending your night with gratitude. And if you like bookend your days with gratitude, it's a really magical thing. But I love that you mentioned that of there's always something that can bring you joy. There's always something to be grateful for, no matter how hard it is. And there are days when it's really, really hard. (laughs) Yes. Yes. The more we do that though, the more we train ourselves, like you were saying, to find those gratitude moments the more our brains recognize them. We're, we're training our brains into a new way of living and it, it changes our being. The gratitude studies have shown like when we recognize them and express gratitude and we get in the habit of doing that, it changes our brain in ways that affect our brain long later, like after the study has ended, months later even, those effects are still there. I, love, brains, I love that practice that you shared. Our brains are amazing. Like they are so powerful. It's incredible. It's incredible. But this was phenomenal. So before we go, Marielle, how can women connect with you? Oh, great. So I, my home base is my website, which is www.lovinlifewithlittles.com. And you can see what I'm up to, coaching things there, things I've written, all that kind of stuff. And then I'm also on Instagram and Facebook at the same handle, love and life with littles. Yay. So you guys, I will post all of those in the show notes so you can go check out Marielle and what she's up to, but thank you so much for coming on. I know these tips are going to help so many women get through the thick of motherhood and get through those challenges and just understand that whatever we're feeling, there's so many other women feeling the same exact thing. I think sometimes we can think like, what's wrong with me? Why is anybody else feeling this way? Yes. Yes. We're all feeling that way. You are not alone. (laughs) Yes. We just might not all talk about it openly, (laughs) but we're there. We're all there together. So thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. And we'll talk to you guys at our next episode. Great. Thank you. Okay, mama, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, please subscribe, share this with your friends, and leave me a review. Leaving a review is so simple. I didn't know how to do it either, so I'm going to walk you through it. All you have to do is whatever app you're listening to this podcast in, find my show, scroll to the bottom, you'll see stars, and with those stars, you can leave me a rating and review. I'd love you so much for taking the time to do this, and each week I'll be sharing a review of the week because I want to shout you guys out. In all honesty, the reviews are what help this podcast get into the hands of other new mamas. Okay, I'll let you get back to your day. See you next time.